Greetings and welcome everyone. It's All You Can Geek Gamescast, episode 365. I'm one of your hosts, Jim Gast, joined by Mike Sanidi. What's up? Corey Feinside. With Yo. Jazz hands. And, uh, and Tony Korkanakis. Yosh! What was that? What was with the hands? Screaming. What, both? You're doing like jazz hands. So? <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So whatever I can to distract you, Jim. Welcome, Back uh, off! Welcome, listeners and viewers. To episode Too easy. 365, post New York Comic Con. Uh, if you haven't listened to the movie cast, you want to tune into that episode. We did like part one of like Comic Con breakdown. Talked a lot about Star Wars and that. No spoilers, so don't worry. Uh, so tune into that. We're going to continue our New York Comic Con conversation in this podcast. But first, I wanted to mention a little bit in the gaming news. Uh, not much going on this, you know, t- this week. But I do have Blizzard hiring for a new Overwatch game. Overwatch yeah. 2. Maybe. I, no. I think it's probably going to be something other than first person yeah, uh, team squad. I shooter. imagine it's going to be a mobile game. Okay. Yeah. Alright, mobile game. Uh, I think that might be okay. I, I thought maybe something like more like StarCraft based or something like that. I thought maybe an actual console Starcraft. game. Like, you know, something console version of that. You know, an RTS or um, I don't know. I thought maybe I went somewhere different, you know, different style game. I'm not thinking first person shooter, but something with the Overwatch branding. Yeah, that's what I was yeah. thinking. I imagine it's going to be some type of Castle Crasher type. Yeah. Castle or, Crasher. Not Castle Crasher. Uh, Clash, Clash Royale. Well, yeah, whatever. One of those. <laughs> whatever that is currently popular. Oh, like the farming, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, I, I think the universe strike. kind of... Yeah, I think the universe kind of lends itself well to that kind of thing, if you think about mm-hmm. it, like yeah. with the different heroes and stuff like that. Like, I even saw a damn commercial for a Game of Thrones version of that. Like, huh? You know, well, dude, there's a freaking Final Fantasy one, Final yeah, Fantasy I, 15 one. Yeah, I know, but the, but I kind of expect that because it's from a Japanese developer. You know, I don't expect it from fucking Game of Thrones. Like, let's be. Dude, real. I could see like a mobile RTS. Like, I was telling you guys about the freaking Iron Marines. That game is awesome. I could see an yeah. Overwatch skin on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's all about the hero, and then like you have your little squads around you to help with your like your hero. Yeah, right. cool. All right, mm. um, we did have a conversation to have during this before we get into the Comic Con panel and what we've been up to. So I actually wanted to get into that real quick. Um, News wise, we don't have like I said much else going on except for this in-game content like loot box purchasing going on because now forza 7 has this massively and it's actually hurt its review scores um it's like you know pretty blatantly in there right now and they're not charging money for well i mean there's a big story too with nba 2k and nba 2k as well i'm I'm, I'm leading off of forza because that's the freshest one in my mind uh and forza is like tiered and um not behind paywall yet for for like progress but apparently it's like very slowly like, well they changed the everything the series. Yeah. it used to be but, so much easier because you could choose to like, get more credits whatever yeah. they call and them that's by gone. changing the difficulty like oh I'm going to turn off the rewinds or I'm going to turn off steer yeah, assist or yeah, whatever yeah. and you can change that and get oh get more credit now that doesn't matter it's, no it's all done through these credits that you uh, have to earn or you modifier cards you have to earn or purchase in which is not implemented yet but will be soon so it's all behind this like it's going to be soon to be paywall progress yeah progress being like basically you are doing the whole mobile thing where like okay plant this little seed you can pay you know 50 cents to watch it grow immediately or wait two hours for it to happen it's also like one-time use random cards 
It's like very much yeah. like Overwatch's loot boxes, um, very much. But it's like paid, like straight paid in the game, like used but, up. But like whereas Overwatch, you get the full content of the game, mm-hmm. and you just look different. Where this is, Actual, you know, walling you off yes. of the game content. Yeah. Uh, so that's like the offender for me. But like this is coming up now in uh, let's see, Shadows of Mordor. Shadows of War. Shadows of War. I'm sorry. Shadows of War. I always do that. Uh, I was reading reviews on that game today. People really like that game quite a bit. But then they also really hate the loot box system that's in that game. They say it actually takes down from that game. Uh, I mean, it takes down from all games that kind of shoehorn it in. Like, like NBA. What is, what's the point of having... When you think of Shadow of War, do you think loot boxes? Like, no, I can't even think of like how they would be implemented. Like, it doesn't make sense. And I can understand, you know, you want to have that random RNG stuff. And, like, that's what people love about Diablo and things like that. Like, kill a monster and RNG. Like, oh, you get an item or something. But now you're making it where that's going to cost you extra money. So you're paying money to, you know, pay more money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this was announced. To experience the this full game entire was announced game. a while ago uh, from Shadows of War. Um, now, again, like... A lot of the stuff you can eventually get is just well, they make it. Before we get to the, the latest you that we're going to talk about, but I wanted to mention NBA 2K. We talked about it earlier with it meaning like you need 200 hours of play to get a guy up to like a very good rating. Okay. Yeah, like an 85 or that's something. That's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. So that's in that game, and that if you could buy it instead, and then it's, you know that's the clear cut way to do it because who's going to play 200 hours to get their character from 76 to 86? You don't even start at 76. Whatever. It's I'm just going from my... That. Yeah, it's worse than that. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, that's 200 hours. That was the calculation put out there. Uh, and now we have the latest uh, offender, which is not out yet, but coming out soon, um, Battlefront. It's the biggest one that we've just heard about. And I was thinking about this game. Now, Tony, you, before we started this podcast, told me you're specifically not going to get this game now because of this. Nope. No. So, uh, the way they're doing it is just so scummy, too. What are they um, doing on this? Trying to find. Maybe they had so, to get us back for doing the DLC altogether. Right. I mean, DLC is free, but content in game is not anymore. See, like, yeah. I'm okay with like what Titanfall did with the system and giving you free content. Like, I'm okay with this idea. Like, well, of course you are, Jim. Who's not okay with getting free content? Yeah, you get a couple of people, but it's sure. the, the problem is there's a balance. I'm actually. What? I'm so okay get... with the um, Injustice 2, the way they did it. There's, You can earn at a decent rate most things, specific yeah. cosmetic things. Not that counts towards anything, but cosmetic things that you can only pay for. But you can also get the same currency that you pay for. See, that's the thing. Like, uh, and Mike, I'm sorry I'm cutting you off because you're breaking up a little bit. But if you're paying, if you're getting loot boxes and you're getting, and you're paying money for things that are cosmetic or that do not impact the game play whatsoever and i have no problem with that mm. like um overwatch they want to you know you want to pay as much money you want to get different skins that's fine and, and what's funny is a lot of the skins like, actually make it harder for you because they either make you glow more or make you more <laughs> visible yeah. in the game <laughs> so it's like well it's obvious that so it actually makes it tougher for you instead of easier well, they're doing but that in what, destiny 2 right like most of it's just emotes and stuff. The the cosmetics yeah, like are I the said, things I, you do the silver for, right? All the main thing is is long, if the game is going to make you pay for something, it does not affect the way that you have can play the game. That's fine. 
Yeah. It's, it's, that's, I'm if, okay if with that. If it's like a color but, preference and stuff, palette and stuff, right. that's fine. Yeah. But if it's freaking weapons or cars or skills to help me get better or whatever, that that's where it crosses the line. Because now you're saying buy our game that's not complete for a full complete game, and then now you have to pay extra for that game to actually have a complete game. Yeah, do we have what f- makes it even worse, though, for something like Battlefront it is, is it is primarily an online <coughs> multiplayer game where you're competing against people. That's what I'm wondering. What are these... Did you find out what was in these? <coughs> yeah, so this is uh, from the Eurogamer article okay. uh, t- entitled Star Wars Battlefront 2 is a Loot Geek Problem. So I'll just summarize it, basically. Uh where they state, the only way to get new abilities and weapons in Battlefront 2 is from opening loot crates, but either with in-game currency or real-world real currency, price to be determined. Either you randomly receive the ability or weapon directly from the loot crate, or you randomly receive an amount of scrap to go towards eventually crafting it, although scrap costs are high and amounts received torturously low. Star card abilities in Battlefront 2 changed not only how regular assault, heavy, officer, and specialist soldier classes play, as well as the Interceptor, Bomber, and Fighter Spaceship classes. They also change how Battle Point unlocked power-up characters play, all the way up to the iconic heroes and villains of Star Wars lore. Your options are getting lucky when opening a combination of daily loot crates, gifted loot crates, and earned loot crates for leveling up, or when opening loot crates bought with in-game currency. But as in-game currency is awarded at a flat rate for a team, regardless of performance, this could take a long time. It gets worse when you consider there are bronze, silver, gold, versions of each star card, plus a fourth tier I'm not sure the name of. For instance, Boba Fett has a star card ability called Death from Above, which grants him damage reduction while jetpacking and using his ability Rocket Barrage. Its lowest tier damage reduction, Bronze, is 50%, while its highest tier is 100% damage reduction. That's a huge difference. So not only are you after the full collection of star cards, you're after the best versions of them. And again, you can individually upgrade them by spending scrap, but you're given too little and too randomly to make this reliably viable. So. so it's pay or don't be as good as everybody else. Yep, pretty much. Yeah, that's that's pretty bad. That is really bad. I'm, I was really, I'm really, I was looking at video for this game today. Like I'm very much interested in this game with a campaign. I was gonna get that. Like the, I love the canon story we're gonna get with this game. Like very so, much so. Here's the question now: with, the, with this, something like this happens, would you prefer if all the DLC was separate and paid? like the last one was while these upgrades were more traditional like XP type upgrades or would you prefer it like this where it would be like that but you have the big ecosystem with everybody with all the DLC coming out over time neither well you gotta choose one because like you said I choose not to buy the game like you said these these AAA games aren't sustainable with a flat $60 and nothing else that's what I've been saying for years oh yeah, but that's I why mean, this stuff happens. What if they just seventy nine ninety nine a game? Well, we could do that too, but no one's going to accept that because and it's not going to change what's happening right, right. now. It's not going to change because now the publishers have gotten a taste of that loot crate money. And yeah, it's probably going to be a little more for them than just like twenty extra dollars too, in the long run. Yeah, nope. it's yeah. A, it's a balance. I mean, you want to put it like there's the whales out there they talk about, and those are great, but. You're affecting the gameplay for the mass majority of gamers, yeah. and that's the problem. See, it's games like Titanfall 2 or even Overwatch. I'm not saying Overwatch is perfect, but uh, I'll use it as the most probably popular comparison we could do. Um, I mean, the loot crate, the stuff you get in loot crates is completely cosmetic. Uh, there's absolutely no reason that you need anything from those loot crates. 
it's really just random. I mean, I've never paid for a single loot crate in that game, and I'm I'm more than okay. I have tons of money uh, on both PC and uh, PlayStation 4 that I can buy legendary skins if I wanted to, multiple ones. Um, so I've never felt compelled to do any of that. I buy the skins and stuff that emotes that I like, and everything else. I'm just like, all right, well, if I get it, I get it, and if not, oh well, that's fine. Um, I mean, yeah, I agree, and uh, that uh, Overwatch is like really good about that. The two games like that I'm playing right now have been considered more aggressive with their practices like that, which, which is Destiny 2 and Injustice 2. But I still think that's they're more of a balance that works for everyone. There is some aspects that are a little iffy, especially the characters in Injustice, but that's in every fighting game now. Doesn't, like, the characters in Injustice doesn't actually modify the performance? What? Like, if you buy, um... You can't buy gear. Oh, okay, I thought you could buy gear, okay. So what what do you get in Injustice? The only things that you can buy in Injustice are source crystals, which will allow you to either change the look of certain gear to make it match something you want it to look like. Transmog. You can buy chain shaders, which is just colors, or you could buy characters you don't have if you don't have a pack. Yeah. So characters are like the biggest thing yeah. that you can like buy with like, you know, the currency that translates to money in that game. And with Destiny 2 you have like yeah the The shaders. Wait wait, you have to buy characters in just the silvers. You can like the DLC characters. You have you know like Sub Zero, Raiden, and characters. yeah, Black Manta and Starfire, Red Hood. Oh, Those oh, are DLC I mean, characters. I, yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, I don't. I got. I paid eighty dollars, so I have the pack. <laughs> yeah. Unless you get the season pass, right? Yeah. 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 So, yeah. I mean, it's a slippery slope. Again. I mean, yeah, we talked about that before, but yeah. uh, it's it's interesting because. It's not going anywhere, and people the people that are complaining are still people that are putting money into it. Yeah. They're not making it, they're not changing it. So, yeah, and like, I mean, it really can't when you think about how video games haven't avoided inflation for like the last like 20, 30 years. They've always been around 50 to 60 dollars, but that's not you can't really blame these companies because they're not going to make money selling games that way, like indefinitely. Yeah. No, That's I what I've been saying. Yeah. I've been saying it, and we finally <laughs> happened. It finally happened. Well, it's um, been happening for like ten years, but now we're like doing it a lot more. Yeah, well, I mean, the they've now. introduced DLC and stuff, but I'm saying like this, like they needed to drastically change the monetization uh, platform, mm-hmm. just like the the puzzle. Like they needed to change it because even DLC, like it's like it, it doesn't keep people engaged long enough. It's like, oh, great, like you know, game like. Uh, I'll even take like Horizon or, or Zelda, where it's like the DLC is coming months later. Like those are the most popular games uh, of on the respective platforms. They can get away with it, but I mean, if you're some like you know B tier triple uh, A game, like I don't know, um, or even Titanfall two, like yeah, even Titanfall player DLC yeah. drop and kind of came and went. <laughs> yeah, it came and went. So it's just like you need to keep your players engaged uh, for longer periods of time, and that's why we saw such an influx in multiplayer, even in genres that, like, probably didn't need it, like, you know, Uncharted or, or Batman. Tomb Raider. Like yeah, exactly. Just like, I <laughs> like that multiplayer. I just wish it wasn't so half-baked. Maybe it'll be back in the next one whenever that comes. I would say the, the Last of Us seemed like the worst game to have multiplayer, but that multiplayer was fantastic. <laughs> it was I really well to it. I just couldn't get into that, but I heard it was It's so good. funny, because I couldn't care. I didn't really like Uncharted's multiplayer, but Last of Us multiplayer was really fun. But, uh, yeah, I mean, this yeah. is the way that they're artificially getting a, a price hike out of people, because um, mm-hmm. rather than get, you know, 
let's say a game sold a million copies. I mean, how many people are actually going to buy a, a $20, $20 DLC? Maybe, what, 10%, 15%? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's peanuts. No, when you sell a game for $60 or $40, whatever, uh, and you support it with DLC, uh, I mean, you're going to have tons of people that are paying more money. The thing, the thing is, like, they should have been raising these prices of games slowly uh, over time. <laughs> Along with everything else. In the yeah, that's not going to matter. I don't think that would have done anything to combat it. No, nope. I don't think a single thing, because I mean, if you think about it, they, mobile hit, dude, that changed everything. Yeah, mobile changed the, changed the game. And if you think about it, I mean, they've really been doing that secretly anyway. I mean, not not so subtly with all the collector's editions. Like, yeah. almost every game has a collector's or deluxe or whatever yeah. edition where it comes with a season pass. You know, we saw that with what well, Fallout Four. Uh, I'm pretty sure Metal Gear Solid had it. Final Fantasy Fifteen had it. I mean. They get more money out of you up front anyway, so you know. Again, for content that you don't even know what it's going to include, so it's like, I'll just pay you eighty dollars out of the gate. That's pretty much an eighty uh, twenty dollar price hike. You know that you're just like, yep, I will give you money today for content in the future that I don't even know what you're going to give me. It's like, okay, so I mean, but again, it is what we it paid is. For, for what would be equivalent to a hundred dollar games that were like two hours. 20, 30 years ago. So. Yeah. yeah. And the thing is, I don't necessarily blame the publishers. I don't blame the developers because costs are increasing just because it was an arms race for all these different things. I mean, really, if you're a B tier studio, like how can you compete with uh, the people that are making uh, Call of Duty or Grand Theft Auto? I mean, you can't. I mean, they just offer so much more value. Plus, half of those teams get disbanded and moved into other teams anyway. Yep. Exactly. So, uh, Loot Crates. Just got to prop- make Rocket League. That's all. <laughs> Well, I mean, even Rocket League moved to a, a loot crate system. I mean, no, it's it's always had it. Most people got the game for free, though, and but and you're willing to pay for you know the DeLorean here or there because of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, I mean, loot crates are probably here to stay for the foreseeable future until something else better comes along. Plus, it it really feeds on the whole human human nature of like that I'm okay. like, dopamine like, drip again, all the sound effects I'm and okay, all yeah, things it's all designed like, for gambling I would, I would like to say that Overwatch has probably done very well with their loot boxes in yeah terms of and that's the thing is we're gonna right and because it's such a new thing I mean we're gonna but see the, I think the, the biggest difference I think with Overwatch is the characters and like the characters are iconic and but, the way that they but, present those characters Corey, no, no, is no, no, a lot different. no 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 characters are iconic <laughs> to whoever's playing so like, uh, yeah, no, not really. Like, I'm saying like, Uncharted had different costumes for Nathan Drake. If you're an Uncharted fan, you're probably buying a lot of those like crazy. I'm saying that cosmetic changes to a game okay. across the board. If you look at Nathan Drake and you show somebody a Nathan Drake person, like, they, who is this guy? Like, who? What? what what's I'm trying to out tell about you him? that you show them like Overwatch characters, they don't know. They don't know. They'll be like, who are these guys? It's the same idea. You just know Overwatch characters. Yeah. No, I, I, I disagree with you. You're saying that they are more appealing to buy costumes for than. Absolutely. No, Absolutely. I disagree with you. I disagree with you. I think only only because their costumes are so drastically different, <laughs> maybe. Oh, I would say design. that. It's no. character design. It's how colorful they are. It's how unique. You yeah, have yeah, generic white-looking totally dude versus. <laughs> Put like Nathan Drake and Tomb Raider Lara Croft and. Uh, what's her face from Horizon? Like, put those three people in a row, and it's like, okay, bow wielding adventurers. And you put like these characters from Overwatch. Like, whoa, these are cartoony, fun. That like, you're very. Yeah, I, I would, I would draw the line with uh, Aloy. I think she has a pretty distinctive look, actually. But maybe, but. I'm just saying, I mean, like, the, the characters are huge. I'm for saying what that it can too. be implemented quite 
easily in other games the same way. No, I, I highly doubt that. That's why do you think it's being so popular? Like, that's that's Un- why. Uncharted I mean, that's why. could not could not get away with doing what Overwatch does with skins. It couldn't. No way. I think they could do it. I don't think it'd do it well. I think they do do it a little bit in their multiplayer. Even like I'm not saying they don't do it. I'm saying they don't do it well. Donut Drake in multiplayer, which is a big fat version of Drake. It's all about fun too. Like like you gotta have fun with it. Like that stuff is just not as fun looking to to look at. Like you got freaking Cthulhu. Did you see the Cthulhu's and Yada? That guy looks awesome. Oh my god. Experience nothing. Like there is a little bit of up your alleyness going on from Corey, but I see what you mean. <laughs> yeah, well, I just, I, I just, I, I completely disagree with that. It could be done with anything. It's not. There's no way. Because if it, if it could, then it, then Overwatch wouldn't be standing out. It's um, I mean, it's just the one we know very well. I'm just saying, like, I could see it. Like Destiny Two can do this right now with, sh- with well, skins and shaders. All right, I'll name League of Legends. Same thing. <laughs> And they are. I mean, they all are doing it, though. Like, <laughs> well, games that are designed specifically with it in mind. Like, you, you don't, you can't take Horizon, you can't take Uncharted, you can't take Tomb Raider and do the same thing. It's just it's not the same audience. It's not the same design. They, could, they couldn't make like look. give your character different accessories from a loot box and like, sure. Have no, no, no. no I'm not saying that people can't do, can't that do it. Not make money. They, they did it with Arkham. It's not going to happen. It's just I'm saying that skin packs with Arkham. Sure, I, and I would say Arkham is an exception because that's based on comic books. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we're not saying that that's not happening or going to happen. We're just saying that the reason it's so popular and been so successful is because of how iconic the characters are. You know, iconic overall. is probably the wrong word to use, but it's. Uh, I know what you mean. I, I mean, easily identifiable. They lend better unique. for the skins, I guess. Yeah, I can yeah see they're that. sort of unique, and again, the skins change a very big portion of their look. It's not just color swaps. They like have different stuff they're carrying. Yeah, they, they put like, a lot of effort in to make things. it look. Yeah, they they're totally different. Them. It's not just yeah. a different color. It's not just a different shirt. That's where I think it matters the most. Really, like it just changes the whole look, and even sometimes sound effects or other stuff mm-hmm. is different too. So. That's yeah, I mean, look at the police diva. Like people were going crazy for that, and yeah. I mean, you look at the new Halloween skins. I mean, Symmetra has this new yes. like uh, dragon dragon skin that, ha- and uh, McCree has a um, fuck. What was his skin? Uh, it looks like a what's the shit? What's his skin like? I forget. Somebody look it up. But the, the internet <laughs> is just like thirsty for both of them right now. It's just mm-hmm. like all this like on Reddit and like all these other forms, just like. You know, people fanning themselves like that um, Zenyatta uh, skin. Just like, so not only do they change his appearance, he looks like Cthulhu and stuff, but they they change his voice lines where it's like, you know, uh, instead of like, what is it? He says like, experience tranquility. He goes like, experience nothing and uh, nothingness or something like that. <laughs> experience it's, nothing. Yeah, it's just it's crazy. Um, so just you know, adds to the flavor of these characters. Like uh, even last year with like Witch Mercy. Oh my goodness! Like just you know. When she, she says something like, you know, my minions never die, it's just a, a small tweak like that, and it just changes the entire like persona of a character, and that's what people enjoy. You know, part of what people enjoy about these games is just they identify with these characters, which is what I've said from the beginning, uh, and it, they stand for more than what they are in the game. So it's easy. Right. I, I, I'm sorry, you just can't do it with Nathan Drake and put him in like a fucking sack boy costume. It's just nobody gives a shit. 
Okay. Not I as mean, again, again, there is Dumbbell yeah. Drake and, and Tuxedo Drake and like old Vacation Sully and you know stuff like that in the actual game. So it's there. there yeah, it's there. I'm not saying it, it doesn't happen. I'm just saying it's not like there's a big audience of people that are like, yeah, I'm going to throw money at this game because I want to see Nathan Drake mm-hmm. in a, a, a Solid Snake costume. I guess you're right. Something but it's stupid. more for like the competitive aspect of Overwatch. Like you want to have like your character more customized because you're using them constantly in battle and you know. Unlike Nathan Drake, where it's a story-based game, you know, I could see it. The multiplayer might be fun, Mike, but it's not the main part of that game. Well, it is right now. <laughs> yeah, but... <clears throat> Alright, uh, let's get into Comic-Con. Comic-Con! Comic-Con Part 2 of our conversations. Uh, yeah, so Day 2 of the con. We talked about Day 1 over there, how great it was, like, empty floor. We talked about... So if you haven't listened, listened to our movie cast this week... We talked about a shitty over. hotel. We talked about Day 1. Uh, we have to talk about the day, day one party. Uh, I think we talked about day three's party yeah. uh, and how crazy it was. We so probably about... need to mention what we saw, though, on day zero at Barcade. <laughs> Barcade. Oh, yeah. Day zero. Oh, that's right. We, we got to play the zero. worst game ever. <laughs> so we decided... Willingly night... paid money to play the worst game I, ever. We had to. It was... We had to. There. Had. So... Is this E.T.? Again, I apologize to this... I apologize to Corey every time we mention this game. I said this to Mike the other day. Every time this game comes up, I have to apologize for Corey to Corey for buying this game for him uh, back in. Oh, that's the worst game ever. Uh, Sega Saturn. Yeah, my one game I had. Yeah, so we went to Barcade, uh, which was ten blocks down. We wanted to hang out, and it was great to go down there on Wednesday night. It was emptier. Uh, we got our drinks. Uh, didn't have a great tap list this, end, but it was you know that one apparently doesn't have a great tap list. Now that I know that. Um, <laughs> yeah, my, I got filled in. The for Brooklyn one's pretty good. That's what everybody says, but this one's not the Brooklyn one. This one's you know down over there and uh, just below Times Square. Uh, so it wasn't bad. But they had pretty good games. They had the Turtles Arcade. They had X-Men Arcade, which was like an eight-player X-Men Arcade, wasn't it? Uh, no, it was a six. The six I think it's all six. Um, one with the two screens, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then we had... Mike and I decided to play Street Fighter, the game, the movie, whatever you call it. <laughs> the movie, Street the Street Fighter, the movie, the, the game. game. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so we had to play that, and it was horrible. Like, it was absolutely worse than I remember. So it <laughs> yeah, was worse it's... than I remember. That's funny that Mike it's actually that. in the arcade. Mike did, did play I? that game. Yeah, you did. I don't even remember. <laughs> so, and I, I got to we... play the uh, Wreck-It Ralph game. That was pretty cool. Fix-It yeah. Felix? Yeah, yeah Fix-It yeah. Felix. Yeah, I played, Fix-It. I played uh, the Star Wars game, which was ungodly challenging. It was ridiculous. It's so hard. Yeah. Quarter, it's so hard. Quarter-eating machine, you can tell that. Like, that's why it was designed. <laughs> um, so there was a lot of cool games to play. We had a lot of fun hanging out there. We played this great Pac-Man multiplayer game. I gotta say, that was yeah, really that's, fun. That's actually in most um, modern arcades now, that game. I saw it in a couple other places. Dave and Buster's. In like Wildwood and yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it's in Dave and Buster's too. A four-player competitive Pac-Man. I think I think that's available in like uh, Xbox Live and PS4. I think there's... It's either in... Like, this is like Battle Royale or, or something. Or, yeah, 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 Battle Royale. It's a great game. Great game. So, yeah, it's fun. Love that. I loved it too because they had like a, a custom table top for it, where yeah. like it had like the beer holder, so you didn't have to worry about your yeah where your beer mm-hmm. was going. Because they kept yelling at me when I put my drink on the, the games. Um, <laughs> well, obviously you don't fucking do that, Jim. I was fine where I put it. It was on a coaster. <laughs> a coaster. I don't even know where yeah. that coaster came. Don't from. worry, I put this on a coaster, man. Yeah, that game yeah. was already stuff was spilled all over that game already. Uh, that was the X-Men game, but, um, yeah, so it was a good That's game. like you seeing the girl going in the bathroom and it's already shit on the floor. Might as well just put more of it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. 
So uh, we had day two at the convention, which was Friday. Yes, Friday. Uh, and that was a that was more like the old Saturdays. It was like pretty busy, but it wasn't overly crowded. Uh, we got to see our one panel that day. That was the Hulu Runaways. Uh, Tony, you called it an early day on that one, right? You were back early, fell asleep. Yeah. 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 Yeah, getting ready for the evening party event, which was great. That was a great party, that one, which we'll get into. But on the floor, I mean, you guys want to talk about the show floor at all while we're in there? Um, yeah, so mm-hmm. the biggest change this year, I, I felt, so there was a couple of things that made it feel busier, like overall, uh, even Thursdays. So one of the big changes was uh, Repop did away with the uh, weekend and multi-day passes, because originally you could get like the three-day, which is Friday, Saturday, Sunday, four-day, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They got rid of those batters. So, A, right off the bat, it's more expensive if you want to go for those three or four days. Um, yeah, you have to pick like your days. Yeah. yeah. Um, so there's that. But the other thing is because – and the reason they changed it is because they found out through or all the RFID scanning and whatnot, like, hey, look, people who are buying multi-day badges aren't using it for, you know, one or more days that they actually bought for. Like, I bought a weekend badge, but I'm only using it on Saturdays. Well, it's like, well, fuck, that person bought a badge that could have been used for all three days, but they didn't use Friday and Saturday or uh, Friday and Sunday. So it's like, that's wasted space and therefore a missed opportunity for purchases and, you know, merchandise and whatnot. So they're like, well, fuck this. Let's get rid of that. We'll just sell individual day passes. That way we can definitely control. And that way, I mean, the majority of passes that were probably bought, people showed up for. I mean, I'm sure, you know, there's a certain percentage that either people couldn't go or got scalped and uh, failed to sell. But, uh, there was a high percentage of just population everywhere. Uh, the other thing that added to congestion was they got rid of the secondary building, which is where the artist alley usually that was held. That was a big problem this year. Oh, wow. Yeah, and that um, – I love the artist alley just because it was such a big um, location for just all the artist stuff. Uh, not to mention it was separated, so you could go there and it acted as like kind of like a – I don't know, a channel for other people to like get away from the main convention center and uh, take a lot of traffic away from there. Not to mention the, the bathrooms and stuff there were less busy than the main floor. Uh, so they took all those artists and stuffed them into the bottom floor where all the VR stuff was last year, um, which is roughly half the space size. So you take wow. all those artists and stuff, pu- put them in a room half the size, and just good luck. You know, have fun. And the um, ceiling's so much lower. Yeah, the ceiling's so much lower. The less ventilation. Air. Yeah, less air. Yeah. Well, uh, it was really, like, just gross, the community-wise and stuff there. Yeah, actually, uh, the main floor was surprisingly well air-conditioned. I actually commented on it more than once, yeah. I think. Well, you found an yeah. empty booth, you were freezing your ass off in that yep. booth. It was that cold. Yep. Yeah. But but not down there in the artist alley. No, it was no. notably different down there. <laughs> I will say, I will say right now, giving Pop a little bit more credit here, because they fixed... 100% fixed their line issues from last year. 100% fixed it. Uh, yeah. No issues. No issues. Walked right into the building enter, every day. To, to enter the main. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So what they did for the line uh, this year, the, the morning, uh, was... Okay, so before even that, they, they have two main entrances now, um, you know, on the east and west, as well as having a separate entrance for VIP and guests and staff and all that stuff, uh, or exhibitors. So... That helped a lot. Not to mention there were people on several blocks directing traffic. Be like, you need to go down, you know, this way if you have this badge and stuff like that. Uh, but then, you know, and they were yelling at you almost there. They were behind me yelling at me when I tried to cross the street where we had to go anyways. 
Hey, you shouldn't have listened. He's like, shouldn't stay listen. on the sidewalk. And I'm like, what? Shouldn't shouldn't have listened. You know, shouldn't have listened. But anyway, um, the nice thing was, you know, you you went into the area, you went through the metal detector bag check, uh, and then you got right into the convention center. But they they followed you into the queue hall, so either you could queue to go to the exhibit floor, kind of like PAX East does. If you guys have ever been to PAX East or heard us talk about PAX East, there's just a couple shoot lines where just like, hey, you immediately just want to go into the expo hall floor. And then they had all the uh, shoots for like the major panels that day. So like, um, you know, typically the Netflix stuff or the Voltron or uh, the Marvel's Runaways, stuff like that. So before the convention floor even opened up at 10, you could be waiting in line for your shoot badge like scan at 9 a.m. Oh, we got down there awesome. at 8.30 in the morning one day, and yep. it was open, ready to go. Yep. Yep. Some of that uh, tomfoolery, like last year, it was like, oh, line around the fucking Javits Center and just walk your ass off for no fucking reason. Well, they used to not open got the doors and let people go into the queue hall. It was That's ridiculous. Like, they should have yeah. been doing this years ago. Like, yep. put everybody in the basement. Doesn't affect anything. Nothing gets yep. affected that way. Yep. Well, they finally figured it out. So, um, yeah, hats off to, to Repop. They definitely took the... Uh, feedback from last year and implemented a great system and i hope they continue to improve upon it even more so. it's only getting bigger it's only getting bigger yeah they're and gonna add that building I, they're redesigning oh, that building. god they need that second building no, they're, so bad. they're expanding the, the main expo hall is getting bigger like they're adding a whole i mean just hearing from you guys already from our first podcast and how like there's a bunch of stuff that was moved off site already so like, yeah there's more yeah. this year they seem to have more off site than normal which is getting more like san diego san diego comic-con apparently is like that yeah it's all yeah, uh, fragmented. Uh, who was it? Was it Conroy who complained about that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like San Diego is all corporate. <laughs> yeah, like, all right. He's like, you got to San Diego all over the place. He's like, I'm not yeah. making fun of San Diego at all, but he's like, at least this one's they're still a little more personable here. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, you know, it's where the yeah, money so is. The, so the 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 hall though was um, crazy in certain points, open in other points. It was like you knew where you can go to get a breather at least. The Usually over by the comic books, believe it or not, Comic-Con is emptier than any other parts of the convention hall. So you would go... Comic-Con to- is really just that in name. I, mean, I know. They had a lot of know. cool... They didn't have... A, you know what? This year, I felt like the toy collections this year, exclusives, were not as big. No, absolutely not. They didn't have as many exclusive cool things. So... <laughs> I don't know, but... Did you guys well, pick up anything exclusive? I, I won a free um, Found Me, which is a Keyfinder digital thing that, like, Bluetooth syncs with your phone, <laughs> and, like, you can track it, like, GPS. It's got a GPS built into it, too. So it's like, you lose your keys, you can find them pretty much anywhere. Um, I yeah. won that by scanning my I can't my believe badge. you won that. I don't, and yeah. I just made the comment to Mike, nobody ever wins these damn things. So I went up, <laughs> this woman scans six badges in front of me. She's wearing six badges, and she scanned them all None of them won. And I'm like, ah. So I scanned mine, and boop, I'm a winner. And the guy's like, he did like a double take. He's like, wait, you won? And I'm like, yeah, I won. <laughs> and the, the girl wasn't even paying attention. The, the running the booth, the girl wasn't paying attention at all. And the guy's like, she, yeah, he won. He won. And I'm like, I won. <laughs> so they were shocked themselves that run the booth. Yeah. Um, so it was cool, though. I got a little key finder thing, uh, Incredible Hulk key finder, uh, which mm-hmm. I can put in my wallet, I guess, if I lose my wallet. I don't know. But um, yeah. It'd be a little surprise if somebody steals them. Well, at least we can track them. Yeah. Um, trying to think. The other nice thing was they had food trucks again. Uh, so in addition yes. to the food court, they had uh, a bigger selection of food trucks just to disperse the you know people trying to get food. I don't know how much it really helped because even the food trucks had big lines. Well, they need to add they, uh, that center needs to add more seating areas. They really need to add more seating areas. Like yeah, yeah not we just we for, spent a yeah. surprising amount of time walking. 
and, and not just for food, to but find just somewhere resting. to not walk anymore. <laughs> like I'm thinking a seating area, yes. like we we see it like packs where you have resting, you can have cosplay stuff, board games, just stuff where you can hang out and just relax over there. They need that in that convention hall. Yeah, because that's you know that's the thing is I only uh, cosplayed one day on Friday, but it was just way too packed and it wasn't enjoyable because like the thing is when people want to like take pictures or you know talk to you and stuff like that, like you're just in the way. You feel like you're in the way the whole time. Um, the one area that seemed people seemed to congregate to was like the outside area in between the two entrances because like. It was nice because they had the overhead pass, so like it was in the shade. A lot of photographers were set up there, but unfortunately, it was where the food trucks were too. Mm. Uh, and it wasn't until like Saturday where they finally realized, like, oh, maybe the line should go like perpendicular to the entrance because you know it's just running constantly into people that are trying to take photo shoots and stuff. Um, so that was a cool section. I, I think you know they could utilize that space. It, it obviously helped. It was like seventy-five degrees out all weekend yeah, long. Yeah, it was nice. I mean, it was getting hot. It, it was, was actually, actually hot. a little hotter than. Yeah, I was gonna say like when uh, Saturday was kind of yucky out. It wasn't but, that yeah. yucky there. I don't. I don't remember being. No, that no. It was. It was always just kind of hot, really. But not humid. <laughs> not really humid. It wasn't as bad as when we got back. The humidity here sucked. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so. It was, I mean, it was good. Uh, day two's party was at the Bowlermore. Bowlermore? Bowlermo. Bowlermo, that's it. Oh, hold on. Before we get to that, we got to talk about some of the games we played. Oh, games we played. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so um, Tony and I got to play Dragon Ball Fighter Z, uh, oh, yeah. which he rolled me in. Um, but it was fun. Where is uh, that? Game looks I, I wouldn't say roll. But... No. Game was fluid and amazing. I chose, like, grapple type, apparently, and I didn't know that, but I'm not yeah, very that, good at That'll do it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when you're not ready to have any idea what their moves were, I had um, Android 16, Krillin, who's apparently grapple type, and I forget who else I picked as my... Th- oh, Vegeta was my actual other one, uh, who lasted most of the, the most time, because yeah. he's obviously not grapple. Uh, it was cool, though. Very quick and fluid. It looks great. Uh, yeah. I can't believe it's coming out so far away still, like 2018. Yeah. They're really gonna polish the hell out of it. Yeah, them. it looks it looks pretty done to me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure they got a lot of characters that they're probably implementing. Oh, uh, it could be. Could be that. Yeah. Did they get but... to see the Android twenty one? No, she was not playing. I would have definitely played her. <laughs> it was an early build. Probably like E three, I wanna say. Yeah. Uh, you know, they want stability there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean I, th- I think I picked Goku, Gohan and Frieza. Yeah, Frieza. I don't even think I got the Frieza. <laughs> no. Um I couldn't figure out how to switch. Like, he's a great assist. Yeah, I couldn't <laughs> yeah, figure out. He was a great assist. Either. Yeah, he had a great assist. Um, but uh, what console but, was it? PlayStation. Yeah. Was it PlayStation? No, yeah, probably. Yeah, it was PlayStation. Yeah. Um, um, but Mike, uh, Mike managed to take footage of that for us. So I'll, I'll be uploading that to uh, our website or and or Facebook and YouTube. or YouTube. YouTube. Yeah, YouTube. Um, so you can definitely check it out. It's a nice like three minute match or whatever like that. Um, might be some swearing, I forget, but... Uh, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I was... <laughs> mature for... Yeah. Uh, I'm for mature. So, we yeah. did that. Uh, Tony, what else did you play on the floor? Because I was... You were, we were separated quite a bit in this convention. Yeah. Uh, I managed to play Bloodstained, which I didn't know was oh, going to yeah, be Bloodstained. there. And apparently, Igarashi was there. You could uh, actually meet him in the mornings, mm. uh, which unfortunately I didn't get to do. But they had the new... Like, the latest build, I guess. Um, and that was fun. They had a, a wide variety of weapons. Uh, was it as floaty as it looked the last time we saw it? Not, it's all a little floaty, yeah, not as much. Not I don't that think it was bad. As much. I, I felt like it was. It felt a little sparse, like, just content-wise. I felt like there wasn't a lot there. Um, but it's early. It's still it's still coming out next year. So yeah. the, the, you could see the concept in it, though, and that was cool. It did feel like Castlevania. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Mighty Number no. 9 soured me on video no. games. No, no, no. This has a better feel than Mighty Number no, 9. No, no, Dude, the Mighty Number no. 9 soured you, not the Ouya? Uh, the Ouya was, it was what it was. I used it as a Super Nintendo emulator, a Nintendo emulator. No, so it, it was everything that... Mighty Number no. 9. Yeah, I mean, it was everything it said it was going to be, plus, like, Towerfall was on there exclusively for a while, and that yeah, was just true. amazing. But, number, Mighty Number no. 9... It's like so dead. It's just so empty and like. Nah, no, this this game is nowhere near that. No, no, no I'm not trying to say. Uh, that I'm, so, I'm a little worried. Just saying, you know, no, I'm, I'm not, not trying to say that at all. Fan of Kickstarter video games anymore. It was fun, but it was like a little bit. Em- I mean, how long has it been? Two years. I did get to play the boss in that, Tony. Did you get that far? Yep. Yep. Beat the demo boss. Oh, I didn't beat her. She just destroyed me. She tore me. Apart. Really? Yeah, she tore me apart. Jeez. Oh, so. Oh man. Uh yeah. It wasn't like she was. I didn't try. I just died once, and that was it. I just walked. I was oh, like, okay. okay, I'm good. So yeah. I don't want to play too much of it because I'm I'm getting the game. I I backed it. So yeah, um, exactly. I just want to uh, make sure it's it's. I want to make sure that it's progressing better than what the train wreck of Mighty Number Nine Number Nine was. Yeah. So. Uh, I didn't play it, but we were watching it for a bit. Um, they had Square Enix had the Secret of Mana yeah, remake. That looked uh, really, really And you know nice. what? In Corey, in Does person it? on a TV, it, it looks better. It yeah, does. It looks. I'm not nice. saying like. I'm not saying like, oh my god, my entire opinion of this game changed, but I was like, you know what? It's better than the stills and stuff. It's, yeah, I mean, I definitely did not like the look of it at all. I would much rather have had an Octopath Traveler version. Yeah, 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 obviously. Um, so, I mean, we'll see. I don't know if I'll get it. Depends on the price and, and what else I have. What around else did they months. have in that booth I played? I played something else there, too. Uh, they had Lost Phoenix was here. saying like they like sent me emails like oh come visit us and stuff I got all this shit to show you. Yeah, yeah. they had Lost they had Lost Sphere they had uh they had Final Fantasy 15 Mobile Edition they had Final Fantasy 15 Windows Edition they had a lot of Final Fantasy 15. Did they have the Final Fantasy <laughs> 15 what Chibi Edition whatever that was yeah, that? yeah the uh, the Mobile that, Edition that's yep. mobile okay yeah, it looked weird. Tony, they had the Final Fantasy 15 Tony, multiplayer my, version. I'm thinking next year, Tony, just a side note, and I'm just completely random here thought, but I thought about this year when I was walking past the Yu-Gi-Oh! booth. You and I just need to bring our Magic cards next year and just set up in that booth and just start playing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bring a deck, bring two, two, two decks with you, and we'll play. Uh, you're you're going to get beat up, man. It'll be Yu-Gi-Oh! hilarious. players are, are I know. It'll legit. be hilarious. Yeah. I'm like, damn, uh, the only card section uh, they have in this place is it. Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah. So, my one friend said um, one cool thing they did was uh, that you could take your picture at the Yu-Gi-Oh booth, and they would make like a token uh, card of like your picture as the art. I was like, ah, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, but, I gotta say, um, it's Yu-Gi-Oh. the next thing that uh, I got to play with Mike was Marvel <laughs> versus Cap- Capcom Infinite. Yeah, we played we did a couple it. matches of those actually. Uh, I gotta say, very fluid. Uh, it plays very nicely actually. Yeah, I felt I felt Jim wavering. As we were playing this game, he's uh, he's getting closer oh, to no. buying it. My my dollar amount went up from twenty dollars to thirty dollars purchase of this game. <laughs> wow. I will buy it at thirty dollars. There's no question. I, I believe you're it. as high as twenty on that. I was just yeah. It's it's actually t- Corey. It, it's not. I it, played it. Yeah, I played the demo. It, it's more about the, I, it's more about the characters than anything. And the demo, no, 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 no. This is actually running nice. I think it runs better than the demo because I played that as well. That little beta demo they ran for us. That wasn't the game. That was like a pre, the, a pre-beta build they had out from the, the from the conventions. 
from the uh, no GDC, I think it was. So we got to play a very early build of that game, the final build. That Dude, we're I have no problem. I have heard people say the gameplay is fine. I just don't want to look awesome. at it. It's like juggling <laughs> shit. Like who cares? It actually didn't look that bad. No, I mean, I'd rather play three. It didn't Give me three, and that's fine. Bad. Give me three or it's two. Just, it's the roster of characters that got me, not the look of it. Even while I was playing it, because it didn't no. look that bad while there. Although I'm sure when you play through the story mode, you'll have to deal with those awful-looking cinematics some more. Sure, but. sure. <laughs> but uh, I will say yeah. that... Um, I would probably buy Mass Effect before I was telling Tony about this game. <laughs> it's, it's clear that the heart and soul of your favorite characters are there. They're just reskinned. So, like, I found Magneto in Doctor Strange. Um, you know, accidentally. <laughs> I picked Doctor Strange at random. Uh, but uh, I... You know, as soon as I jumped in on Mike and he had the little shoom, throw up in the air, I'm like, ah, oh, this is Magneto style. Then I was able to combo him quite easily. Yeah, in that there. was bad. Yeah. I almost beat you the second time second around. Time though, I when picked, you were, uh, who were you? Dormammu and Dante. Um, yeah. no, two guys that I had no idea what I was getting into, but Dormammu was supposed to be highly rated. Like People liked him a lot, so I thought I'd give him mm. a try. I didn't like him, but... Uh, yeah, we, t- we played it twice. And then we played Injustice, Mike and I, where he destroyed me in Injustice to make him, <laughs> you know, trust me, as much as I destroyed him in the first round of MVC Infinite, he destroyed me more in Injustice. So, uh, just give him credit there. What else uh, we play? Anything else, guys? I don't know if I played anything else. I don't think so. They had Monster Hunter. No one was playing that, though. No. Well, we weren't. Yeah, but we saw. It actually looked okay. It didn't look that bad. Yeah. The graphic no, was nice. No. Uh, a lot better yeah, no, than, than the preview I thing, saw though. of it originally. Is that the yeah. one that's coming out next year? Monster Hunter it January? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um... Bandai had a uh, Nino Kuni too. Oh yes, Nino Kuni. Right. That's yeah. the one I was watching. And you know, I kind of like what they did. I, it's, I'm so torn on this. I like what they did, but I don't like. I feel like the art style is a sli- you know because it's slightly different than the first game. Um, while it's more fluid, and I love that. I think I like the art in the first game a little more. Mm. So, I, I mean, it looks good, and it also is extremely smooth. Uh, I, it's just I like the art better in the first game. So. Um, that was my impression of that. Uh, anything else on the show floor, guys? No? Good? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, party two. Party two, we're going to talk about the bowler more. <laughs> bowler mo. We had free bowling for the whole night yes. at this one party. It was the Sonic Boombox, right? So we talked about that in the third night party, which was not a great party. But the second night was pretty good at the bowler mo, uh, where we actually had an arcade to give you a $5 card. It's a $15 which, cover to get in. Yeah. The problem was the price for the actual arcades is, like, yeah. super inflated there. Yeah. That $5 will cover, like, two or three games. But in New York, <laughs> also the best prices for beer that I had seen, they had craft beer on for $5. It was a can, but it was $5 instead of 7 or 8 that I was paying before. So. No, oh, yeah, you got the cheap one, yeah. <laughs> not cheap. It was actually very good. It's just uh, it's very good beer, too. Um, so I was very happy with that. I don't know about the mixed drinks, what they were going for there, but... Uh, Those were expensive as shit. I got one rum and Coke, and it was like $10. Uh, I was going to say, like, that's food, probably like 12 bucks. Food was about yeah. what you expected. It kind of was more like a Dave & Buster's kind of thing there. Uh, mm-hmm. But we had free bowling all night. We, yeah, uh, and, the, and they would deliver to where you were bowling, yep. which was cool. Yep. Yeah. Unfortunately, the bowling part of it, uh, the, it's not really a priority, I think, for them, because no. all, their, all their shoes were sticky, their house balls were pretty bad, and... Uh, and there yeah. was no oil in the lane. I can make. I was right-handed. <laughs> I bowled right-handed, Corey, and I can make a house ball hook across the lane. Yeah, nice. We totally um, joined forces with this couple that was already playing bowling because mm-hmm. uh, all the lanes were filled. Um, oh God, uh, Sergio and I can't remember what was her name. Yeah, Ivana. 
Sure. Sure. It doesn't really matter. But we joined this team. This team. Yeah, and they were cool. We were talking to them, and they're like, they were from New York, and they're like, oh, you know, we wanted to go to the convention, uh, but, you know, tickets were sold out. That's right. You didn't have to go to the convention to go to these. This is like the yeah, design just, thing. Yeah. Yeah, the party. So. But, yeah, they're pretty cool. Yeah. Shout out to them. It's a good party. Uh, uh, Jim, Jim tried to show show off and uh, try to play us with his offhanded bowling. <laughs> I tried, to do to do so. I tried to do two. Failed to do so. I threw a fifty-seven. Yeah, <laughs> I threw a two. Not bad. I mean, you know, yeah, I threw bad. a fifty-seven. It wasn't too bad, no. Um, I, even though, considering even though, I was using my normal hand and was getting like eighties. You know, the second the second game, I I tried. To, I threw my left hand a few times just to kind of throw it in there, and I can't throw a house ball with my left hand because of my finger or the way how bad it is right now. Uh, I can't even do that. So, uh, if those don't know, we, I bowl quite often, and I have my own equipment. And it's completely different when you have to throw a house ball, which is not fingertip. So your whole finger goes in the ball, and it, my finger is not healed enough to throw a whole finger in a ball. <laughs> I can tell you that. <laughs> so, anyways, gotta do like the one finger thing. I was gym. doing. Um, I was actually just uh, no thumb cupping it essentially, and then throwing it. <laughs> yeah, that, to that really did. That really did not work. <laughs> no, because it was hooking across the lane. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, anyways, so yeah, that was the day two entirely. Um, Saturday was. Uh, crazy day because we talked about the uh, we already talked about that it was very busy for we mostly stayed off of that and stayed on the outskirts we, we did a lot of cosplay uh, pictures for people there was a lot of cool cosplays this year we were outside with it for a while uh, and you know that was cool I, I, first I saw, time, in a long time I took photos of people yeah. cosplaying Yeah, I saw the most adorable Farah ever because I came up yes, with this did. escalator yeah. and there was this like I want to guesstimate like 8 years old this girl in far as like legit like regular blue you know outfit i was just like i was like can i take a picture and she like nodded but i was like wait a second like where are your parents right now and i looked over and i saw her parents i was like can i take a picture for her is that cool and they're like yeah go ahead and i was like because i you know i I just i want to be safe (laughs) random dude taking a picture of a little girl uh... yeah exactly so it made made instagram though yeah it made instagram um so i'll reshare that or somehow on our website or facebook something like that what was the cash um, line for that one? Oh, i said cuteness reigns from above because like <laughs> seriously just like uh like i just want to pick her up and be like pew pew like just like make the noises or just like she old and stuff because that's how like tiny she was it's like, oh like, yeah. you're so small yeah. um there's also this really awesome um i don't know what she was exactly but it looked like a frozen princess she was an Maybe original was, cosplay like, i found out later oh it was an original cosplay yeah. um yeah, just gorgeous detailing on the dress. Yeah, it was. Um, that was a, that's the it was designed for this convention. So yeah, like I took a picture of it. I thought it was I'm not Elsa. even gonna add a filter. I yeah, I thought it was Elsa yeah. too. Uh, I thought it was like a version from like the Once Upon a Time something yeah. like that. But I guess yeah. it was but uh, she was gorgeous. The costume was gorgeous. Uh, both days I saw her. I think she was there Friday and Saturday. I don't think she um, moved. She was just standing. She didn't move. Doing, she yeah. was just standing there, and people just were constantly taking pictures of her. And I was like, man, this girl is dedicated because she. You know, had like the stoic, like I don't care about anything, like frozen type, you know, yeah, just face, yeah. emotionless thing uh, going on, and just like kept like turning her gaze. But cool shout out was when I was there on Saturday to see her. Uh, this little girl out in the crowd, you know, asked if she could take a picture with her, and she broke character to like bend down and like take a picture with her and smile and stuff like that. So I was like, oh, that's that's awesome. Cause, like that's really being inclusive and just you know helping build a community because you know maybe now that you know girl's gonna grow up and cosplay something else in the the future something like that so that was cool something slutty (laughs) wow wow Corey, really like we just talked about little girls and oh my god dude 
had to had throw it out there. Everybody was thinking it. No, no you didn't have to. You didn't have to uh, at all. Anyways, uh, uh, I think that's it for Comic-Con, right? Anything else? <laughs> that's it for everything. We're done. Now we got to talk about... What, Corey, what, have you played anything? Oh, we've played some other things, though, too. Like, we were yeah, waiting was, online, but go ahead. I was going to ask you guys about your Switch. Well, I did um, Mario Rabbids. I played a little more of that. And I started Stardew Valley after downloading it forever. Forever. Oh, God, it took so long. <laughs> and then when I got into the we, game... Hold on, we got to shit talk the Pennsylvania Hotel. Or oh, Hotel again. Pennsylvania again. Yeah. Because they gave us... Free Wi-Fi. I don't know. Maybe it was included in the price of the room deal or whatever like that. Yeah. But it was so... Got... What? I was going to say, you probably got more speed on the 56K modem. Oh, it was so bad. No, no. I, I, I disagree, guys. For a hotel Wi-Fi, that was good. I was able to watch YouTube videos with no problem. I could not download that game. I had to bring it out to the convention hall, and I actually connected to the convention center. And that, on occasion, was quick. So, And that's a convention center. Um, so I got to play Stardew Valley... And uh, I was over- overwhelmed. I played one day <laughs> in Stardew Valley. I just was so I have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah, um, <laughs> I tried playing it like while we were waiting in line the next day, but it was one of those things where I just I didn't know what I was doing. It felt like the first day in Minecraft all over again, where it's just like you don't know what like yeah, you so can do you almost anything. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, I need to really concentrate on this and be like in the zone because yep. like being in a convention center noisy. Like I was just like I can't concentrate on this. Yeah, so like, that's on, one of those games. Like, Later that on, when sort you're into it, lends itself more to that home, right? No, but look, when you're set up later on, I can see it being something on the go. Like you can be like, "Oh, let me pop in and make this quick." You know what, exactly what you have to do. But when you're discovering what the game is, that's not something to do on the yeah, game. yeah. Okay. Yeah, like once you're you've gotten to the process, because like Minecraft, I could play like without any sound or anything right now. I could just do it. But learning it, no, I um, uh, definitely needed. I brought my battery with me, and I ended up not needing it for my um, Switch because we didn't play it that much. We weren't waiting online at all. I, I thought we would be waiting on lines more, um, so I didn't get to play it too much. Uh, Mike ended up using my battery for his phone to keep it al- keep yes. it alive because your phone is awesome. terrible. Worst battery yes. I've ever seen. Um, no, yeah. He would unplug <laughs> it and use it one time, and it would drop fifteen percent. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so, I also learned from your Switch that you're really bad at Sonic games. Oh, yeah. Yep. He watched me play Sonic and me get bounced back and forth like he eight can't, times. He can't beat the second level of Sonic Mania. I'm terrible at Sonic. Um, <laughs> I lost in Mario Rabbids now. I'm actually losing. I still lost at home. I went home and played it, and I still <laughs> lost that battle. Uh, so I'm just not going to play that game right now. It's, there's nothing like depth about the game. I need to keep playing it at the moment. So I'm going to put it on the back. I'm just going to go back to Nier or Cuphead. So I played a little more Cuphead. Uh, right. The big thing I played was my SNES Classic. Woo! Finally got it. it. It's here. It exists on my floor right now. Is a controller. It's like the a Super Nintendo controller sitting on my floor in a wire with a wire coming. It was so weird to plug that in. I had to sit so close because again, that wire is not long enough. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> but I got to play a little bit of the SNES Classic. I got to play Star Fox. Um, I'm mostly through Star Fox One already. Um, that's pretty. I thought that game was harder. I remember that game being a lot harder. I. Yeah. I'm like rolling through that game, uh, and then uh, I played Punch Out, uh, which I still don't remember how to play. So yeah, that one is harder. And um, mm. a Street Fighter. I played Street Fighter Two Turbo Edition. So, which is uh, still very slow. So I'm like I maxed the turbo out. And I'm like, man, I remember when I thought this was fast, and I'm like, it's still so slow. <laughs> and no air block. There's no air block. Uh, so it's cool though. I finally got the system. It exists. It's real, folks. That's my big thing for the for the week for me. But besides yeah. Comic-Con. besides Comic-Con. supposedly, yeah. Uh, supposedly this week, listeners, um, 
restocks of SNES classics are going out to some retailers. I think uh, Target Brickseek uh, inventory trackers are showing some targets throughout the country of getting them in. I think um, think Geek had advertised that tomorrow, Wednesday, uh, they are going to have some more stuff. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it already looks better than the NES Classic uh, situation. So. Yep. Yeah. Um, anything else uh, with the three? Mike, did you play anything when you got back? Um, no. Okay. Tony? <laughs> uh, Someone uh, started Valley a, a little bit, which is fun. Uh, definitely can't wait to really dive into that one. Uh, the other game I forgot to mention I was playing last week was um, I downloaded a P-Cross S on the Nintendo Switch, which is a puzzle game. It's kind of like Sudoku, but with um, pixel blocks, where you can like make a the blocks that you fill in form a pixelated picture of you know an item like a baseball or you know a pumpkin or something like that. Um, so that game is really fun for a puzzle if you're into like that kind of stuff. Um, I think it's like seven ninety nine. There's like three hundred puzzles, so it's crazy ridiculous, and it's kind of frustrating because I'm really like not as experienced as most players are with the game because like people that typically like this game will get all the different versions and like they're pros at this and i'm just like in the early levels i'm less like yep takes me 10 minutes to do this level because you know there's a lot of like tricks and tips and strategies and stuff but each time i play it i'm like ah i i see what they they want you to do now um so that's pretty fun i would definitely recommend that game for um you know just the time to it and stuff cool yeah price is good too Oh yeah, price is seven seventy nine. Can't beat that. Yeah. All right, uh, Corey, where'd you play? Uh, I played Stardew Valley. Nice. I got yeah. to day twelve, I think. Ooh, damn. Maybe. So I don't know how much is like twenty thirty minutes per day. Not even. Maybe fifteen minutes a day. Yeah. So I'm getting um, yeah. Sky yeah. like getting it? into it. It's good. It's definitely what I expected it to be. So just a nice relaxing type of game, which is funny because at first, like you guys were saying. You have no idea what's going on. You have no idea what to do. You're like, oh, no, am I going to screw something up? Am I going to be screwed for later? But then they're like, I was just like, all right, I'm not going to like try to min-max shit. I'm not going to do any of that crap. I'm just going to let things be and just like natural. relax and enjoy oh, this game. Uh, so I was like, all right, that's all that I'm going to do. And then uh, so that, that, that made it much more enjoyable because after that, like, after not having to like think about what's going to happen if I don't do certain things at certain times and maximize my energy usage and shit like that, yeah. I was like, okay, this is it's much better. Good. So okay, just so enjoying it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just like just if you can just like not think about like repercussions of what things are going <laughs> like, to have. I feel like I'm missing things if I stay on my farm. Well, there, I mean, you get, like, little envelopes and stuff, like, with um, quests for people, and, like, there's a little town board. Uh, so I, I watch TV every day, <laughs> do my farming, and by 9 o'clock I go into town, pick up seeds, come back, plant the seeds, water them. Oh, you, you, get, you get to water the seeds? <laughs> it's farming, too. Yeah, yeah. I thought it would rain or something at some point. That's the the TV tells you. The TV is what oh. is, is going to tell you what the weather is. Yes. And then um, when you meet people, like they do have a quest for you to meet everyone in town. So once you meet everybody in town, uh, you get some money to help you buy more seeds. But I prioritize the inventory. I'm like the first thing I'm buying. I'm saving all my money just to get another backpack because like that first slot you're like so screwed. And the the UI is definitely not catered for a controller. I'd say it's much more suited for PC, mouse, keyboard. And so having that 
really was confusing at first because like you fill up your inventory and you're like what how do i like drop something i just want to drop this <laughs> and you can't so yeah. it's like really kind of frustrating hmm. uh to learn that stuff at first but once you get the idea of the the different menus and how everything works it becomes much more much easier to relax and just enjoy you know what you're doing and and having fun on the farm cool so clearing out the trees clean out the, the overgrown grass and plant the rocks <laughs> uh, but I found that the mining is really good to um, get some good like ore and, and crystals you can sell and stuff without because like it's much more instantaneous than planting the seeds and waiting for that shit to grow <laughs> okay so I need more space in my inventory <laughs> that's what I've been prioritizing right okay. now just give me my inventory so but yeah that's been good and obviously played Destiny uh, did the raid is a uh, like we played we did the raid um, one day <laughs> and uh, we like did in two hours. It was awesome. It was amazing, perfect. Like one shot. Like everybody knew what they're doing. It was like really well done, coordinated. Uh, and then the other day, I played it with um, the people in our clan. So like my friend Apple, Frank, his brother, uh, another former Applebee's guy, uh, and uh, Mike, your cousin. Oh, okay. And uh, just a couple of guys. Just, really didn't know what was going on and so it was kind of frustrating at first but you know we got through the beginning but then we got to the final boss and shit was just like going weird like things were just like not like they did not want us to finish it was so weird and then we find out the one guy's like screwing up the whole time it's like guys i didn't know you didn't tell me like we were seeing this explain the exact thing that you needed to do and then you go off and do the exact opposite i heard that this the entire time is, i heard the idea is exactly the same from the first game there's no new ideas in terms of combat wise right there's like pick up the ball slam the ball slam on this platform stand on this platform right so say, did uh, he play did he play destiny one that guy yeah yeah okay. Uh, okay i mean mechanically it's all different but like there are certain elements that are similar sure like yeah. shooting and <laughs> and doing standing on things yes but as far uh, as how you do that and what you're doing there are a lot it's a lot different and um i mean it's i mean they all change the encounters so it's not like if you knew what you're doing in one raid you know what to do in the next raid they give you hints and like a lot of the strikes kind of hint at what type of mechanics you'll be using but uh, as far as what you actually have to do in the raid i wouldn't say it's the same at all it's similar but yeah it's definitely okay. things that you know mechanically just make sense and are there but i don't know i, I wouldn't say that's <laughs> necessarily true but not untrue it's, i don't know <laughs> it's, it's oh. hard to say it's not play it's I, I wouldn't go in saying, "Oh, I run the raid. I can do this raid, no problem." I yeah. think you have, you have to you have to play it. I mean, it's different. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else? Well, I'll never be able to play raids because I have no friends on the system. Yeah. You can get a cheap <laughs> cheap Xbox One at some point and play it. There's um the guided yeah, games cheap, thing cheap, they're so. doing, which is kind of like a somewhat similar matchmaking thing, but I haven't done that yet, so I can't speak to it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, anything else, Corey, or that's it? No, I mean, mostly those are the two highlights. Okay, all right. I think that's going to wrap up episode 365. Uh, I don't think there's anything else to add. So thanks for tuning in. Uh, next week we'll do our Halloween stuff. Tune in next week for the movie cast and the games cast where we'll have some uh, movies and games to play for the Halloween uh, season. Yeah. And, um, yeah, thanks for listening. Write us podcast at allgeek.net. Follow us on Twitter at allgeek. Like us on Facebook. And subscribe to our YouTube channel. Thanks for listening. Zombie.
Hello. Hello.